0: Hi Tribe, welcome to the 23rd episode of the Tribe Secrets podcast and today's topic is all about selling. Okay, we are talking today about sales, 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 not marketing, sales. Okay and today I am talking to you about the five stages of cold selling. So what is cold selling and, you know, how do you achieve successful cold selling? How do you successfully sell to a cold audience? So cold selling is basically something called direct marketing. So it's selling to people that have or selling to an audience that do not know you. So people that are not part of your tribe. Because we know that people that are part of our tribes are warm or hot audiences. People that don't know you. So people that have never heard of you. People that have heard of your competitors. But they've actually never heard of you as a brand or you as a person or as a company, as a business. They don't know you. You've never existed to them. Okay. How do you compete with your competitors? By selling to this type of audience. Because really the, the reason most marketers go for cold audience is because you want to keep growing your tribe. Okay, you, you never want to stay stagnant. You always want to keep promoting yourself, promoting your business, creating awareness of who you are, okay? Now that is marketing. But what about the selling part of it? How do you sell to a cold audience and by the way guys i'm actually i've actually read something somewhere about what marketing really is and that's what i'm going to be talking up to you about in the next episode of this podcast is how to really understand marketing because the difference between marketing and sales is a very very great great you know area it's a thin line and a lot of people just tag them as one but they are not actually one marketing Is different from sales and that's why in established companies you see that they have a marketing department and a sales department so marketing itself is made up of a few different things that would lead to a sale so here we're talking about the five stages of cold selling but in the next topic of our of this podcast in episode 24 I'm going to talk to you about marketing and how you can start to think about marketing and how that is going to lead you to sales okay so that said let's do this okay what is sales sales is actually selling like exchanging value for money that is sales so sales can until you you know getting on the phone and closing a high ticket you know, clients, or you can entail, you know, your marketing and promotions and campaigns and things like that leading up to that final sale, okay? And when you sell once to one person, the, tr- the secret to growing in business is to keep selling to the same person, but not the same product, but, you know, products higher up your value larger, okay? Now, value ladders is a different topic which we will talk about, okay? <laughs> We've got a lot of time to talk about these topics on our podcast, but today, again, like I said, we're focusing on the stages of cold selling, okay? And there is five stages. There is five stages you should be aware of when it comes to selling to a cold audience. Number one is your ad copy. A, your ad copy, okay? This is probably, arguably, the most important part of your sales process, Okay. Your copy. Selling to a cold audience means that you have to advertise to them on a platform such as Facebook ads and such as Google ads and such as YouTube ads, okay? You need to advertise to these people who have never heard about you before. And in order to do that, you need to have a written copy, okay? This is not your video, this is not your image, this is the written copy, this is what you actually write. To capture their attention, this is where you talk to the emotional part of them as opposed to the logical part of their brains. Now, there's people called copywriters, these are people who are experts in writing engaging and you know, emotional words that when people who've never heard of you before. When they read it, they're able to immediately identify with what they've read and they immediately resonate with it so they read your copy and they're like oh my god this is me right now this is my situation this makes sense i need to jump on this that's what a winning ad copy is now if you're good in copywriting if you understand your market you understand your buzzwords you know the 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 terms that they understand so it could actually be as little as grocery store and supermarket. okay your audience could actually refer to this to this one store where everybody goes to shop as a different term. So for example, if you're in the US, Target or Walmart, or if you're in the UK, you go Asta or Tesco. Now, some people, some of your audience or some of this cold audience, refer to that as a grocery store, right? while others refer to it as a supermarket okay so if you are writing an ad copy to a particular set of cold audience who know it as a grocery store but then you go and write a supermarket they're going to think about something else they're not going to think about what you're referring to this is why you need to know your audience This is why surveys and quizzes and customer acquisition processes are very important because you need to know the way they talk so that when you're writing your winning ad copy, you know exactly what to say in those copies that's going to convert them. Okay, so number one part, the most important part of your cold selling process is your winning ad copy. It's the words you say to them. That talks to their emotions rather than the logic and gets them to immediately say, Yes, I want to be a part of this. Yes, I need this. Yes, this is for me. Okay, that's your winning I'll copy. That's his job. Its job is just to get people to click to say, Yes, this just might be me. Okay. The second thing is an attractive image. You want an image that you know it doesn't the trick to images is that it actually really doesn't have to do with anything that you're talking about okay it can you can be talking about real estate and have the picture of you know just a lady in in a wedding dress and you know you can name it something as, what is your fairy tale real estate you know business proposition or something like that you know because a lady in a wedding dress is is or some sort of fairy tale you know wedding kind of thing but here you're talking about real estate so your your headline could be you know what is your fairy tale real estate desire what is the fairy tale home that you want to buy you know and that would immediately get people curious like oh right this got my attention now i want to read a bit more OK, so imagine that, actually. Imagine having a picture of a, of a lady in a beautiful wedding dress and you say, what's your fairy tale um, real estate desire? What's what's your f- dream fairy tale home? What kind of fairy tale home would you like to live in? OK, now, I bet you that that would get a lot more attention than just a house with the same headline, because when they see a house, they already know kind of what you're talking about. They already know what it is it's just going to sort of get them to scroll past because they know you're going to try and sort them. But if it's something mysterious, something that draws curiosity and is attractive, you know, I saw a, an image the other day of a kid just shouting into the microphone and the headline was, are you a mom who constantly shouts at your kids? And it's like, ooh, that's powerful, you know. So it really doesn't have to be something related to your topic it just needs to be a very very catchy image that's going to make people stop in the scroll okay it's called a scroll stopper image it just needs to stop them in the scroll because imagine people on on social media so this is more for for facebook they're just scrolling through or instagram and then they see this image like oh what is that you know it immediately grabs their attention their curiosity and they want to read a bit more so um This is number two. Number three is an engaging video. Now there is a debate as to image or video, which is better. Now you can test, please do some testing, do some split testing with an image, with videos to see which has the most conversion, which has the most clicks, you know, which has the most sales. Now a video arguably is more effective than an image. I think it's dicey. I still believe very strongly in images because people really don't have time to sit and watch a video unless unless what you, the way you start your video is super, super engaging. So you can start a video by throwing out a, a trash can or doing something absolutely crazy, like spinning in your, in your office chair, you know, just something that still initially needs to catch the attention, and then the next words that come out of your mouth, <laughs> the next word that comes out of your mouth has to be something that's going to keep them there, otherwise you lost them, okay. Okay. The average is three seconds. If you can keep them for three seconds, then you're probably likely to keep them for another 25 seconds or something. So the reason videos are actually really powerful is the retargeting purpose of the videos. Now for videos, you can actually retarget So if a cold audience, someone who's never heard of you, but sees your video and watches your video for longer than three seconds, you can retarget them. If they watch your video longer than 10 seconds, you can retarget them. If they watch more than 25% of your video, you can retarget them. More than 50%, more than 70%, you can retarget them. And if they watch 100% of your video, you can retarget them. That is the powerful difference between an image and a video for image, you just retarget because it's just you know impressions, you've just seen it. But for video, if they've actually consumed some of your content and they stayed for 50% or 25% of your video, then something you said attracted them. All you have to do is keep retargeting them with different videos this time, or different images, or different art copies. You know, you must have seen on Facebook the be like Oh my god, you came to my page and you did not buy. What stopped you from buying? You know, why did you not buy? Was it something I said? Was it something I did? Did you hate me now? You know, things like that. That's retargeting. That's because they've seen that you watched a certain percentage of the videos, or they tracked that you came onto their website. So you took an action, you clicked the link, but then you left. You didn't take any further action. So they're like, oh my god, why did you do that? You know. And it could be for various reasons, just you were not interested, you were curious enough to find out what it was, but then you're not interested. Or it's just not right for you, it's just not right for you at that time, you know, it could be different reasons. But retargeting works because people, there is a belief that people need to see your ads about seven times before, you know, they're able to make a buying decision. If people see your ad the first time around and they make a buying decision, then you that's a pretty good ad. You know, you must have sent something pretty convincing. But more often than not, they need to see it quite a few times before they are ready to buy from you. That's the psychology, you know, behind selling. Right? So that's about that's about videos. The fourth, the fourth stage to cold selling, then, is a solid headline. Your headline. So remember, I said, you know, you got a picture of a lady in a bride's dress, and then you got a headline that says, What is your fairy tale home? You know, what are the qualities of your fairy tale home? Now, the headline itself is really, in my opinion, what makes them stay. The image makes them stop, the headline makes them stay and the winning ad copy makes them click in my opinion okay that's how i'd put it i'd say that again the image or the video makes them stop the headline makes them stay because they can stop and just flick right on but when they read the headline they stay and then the reader copy which is what makes them click That's why the copy is the most important because it's easy to get people to stop and stay, but it's not easy to make them take that next action of clicking. So your headline needs to be powerful. All right. So it can be very, very concise. So seven tips on this or, or how to do X in Y second without doing this thing you hate. You know, there's so many frames on how you can write headlines, um, I share a few of them on my Facebook page, so if you follow me on Facebook, you have a few like headline tags that I drop every now and again So just different. I have about three hundred different headline hooks that I use. The headline really is the hook. You know, like when you go fishing and you and the, you catch a fish with the hook. You know, the bait is the worm. In this case, the bait is probably your your lead, your lead magnet, but we're not talking about that today. But, you know, the hook, you catch them, that's your headline. It is just as important as your image and your ad copy. You know, it's just so every single stage is important, all right? Some more than the others, I'd say the ad copy more than everything else, but everything is very important. They need to be in sync and they need to rhyme. They need to sort of relate, okay? So, your headline do some research there's a lot of free resources about catchy hooks or catchy headlines you do obviously have to give your email for most of them but i'm sure there's a few where you don't have to exchange your emails to get you know catchy headlines all right so number five the last but not the least is a firm call to action your cta you need to tell them what to do next okay so your image was amazing or your video was amazing you got them to stop your headline was awesome you got them to stay and then your your ad copy was just phenomenal and you got them to want to take action you need to call this out and say click on this link right use emojis use whatever direct them to the link they've got to click on that link Okay, you have to tell them what to do because they can stay and they can smile and they can go away because you haven't actually told them what you want them to do next. So tell them you want them to click on the link that takes them out of Facebook or out of YouTube or out of wherever, out of Instagram to your page to take that action that you want them to take. Right. So your firm call to action. Click. You can this is where you also add some urgency okay click this link now so that you don't miss out on X okay click the link so that you can get your free copy of X while it lasts okay urgency is really powerful it just instills the fear of missing out. FOMO, yeah, you guys must have all heard what former is, right? Former is fear of missing out. People don't want to miss out, okay? So your urgency in your call to action is going to make them click that link or take that action that you want them to take, right? So those are the five um, stages to cold selling. That's how you attract a cold audience in those exact steps, i hope you've learned something today as always on the tribe secrets podcast we are here to help and encourage entrepreneurs because we've been through the journey we are still going through the journey and we want to help every other entrepreneur that we can as much as we possibly can don't forget if you've got a question you can hit me up on facebook i am Ayma ace on facebook and on instagram i am tribe secrets on instagram you can find me on both platforms i'm very active and shall respond to whatever questions that you got, okay? I'll talk to you soon.